man, it's good to have you back to the podcast. And before we jump into our content today, we just wanted to thank our sponsor, Full Strength Network, for sponsoring this episode of Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. They work specifically with pastors. Now, we work with business leaders, nonprofit leaders, and ministry leaders. We understand the challenges in the life of pastors, and so do our friends at Full Strength Network. They understand that ministry is hard, that you work long hours, you have little rest, and your personal life can take a toll. And we see that happening over the last few years. It's been an incredibly challenging year and even two and three years for pastors. And we know that it can be exhausting. Many times you are so busy taking care of other people in your church and on your staff that you actually neglect taking care of yourself. And we want to give you an option. Our friends at Full Strength Network, they get the life of a pastor. And so they created a well-being membership program. Now, this gives you access to confidential coaching and counseling experts across the country. It can be challenging to find the right counseling experts. And of course, we do coaching. Several other organizations, they want to help you find the right coach for you. And they have relevant well-being resources so that you can get healthy, so you can stay healthy, and so you can do that in a strong community of other pastors who are also focused on living healthy lives. If you're interested in this well-being community or learning more about Full Strength, head on over to fullstrength.org. That's fullstrength.org. Pastor, it's time for you to take back your well-being so you can live and lead well for the long haul. Now, onto the podcast. All right, friends, this is a, a crucial topic to talk about at the end of the year. And one of the things that we want to remind you of is that uh, we're not coming to you from some perfectly brushed podcast studio out there. Um, that'd be nice uh, someday. That's just not the reality of life. Um, I'm actually in the middle of uh, my house, kind of in the middle of the morning rush uh, for my family. And um, this is normal life for us. And so we had a flooded basement this year. And so you can look and go, oh, everything's amazing in this person's life or whatnot. Um, our family's a little bit louder right now. We're in the middle of the holiday season. And so we're a little bit busier um, than we normally would be. Um, but that's reality. And so I actually think it's quite fitting for our podcast because you're probably listening to this in the car, the kids in the backseat. You're probably listening to this as you work out at the gym. You're fighting through distraction simply just to listen to this today. And so um, we don't want to give you the air that we're speaking to you from this ivory tower and actually quite the opposite. Um, I share my burnout story near burnout in about two years. Uh, I almost burned out in my first phase of leadership, and I had to relearn everything about the way that I led. Secondly, um, we want to come to you with real topics. Everything we do at Stay Forth is at the intersection of the spiritual and the practical. If it feels like we're just giving you spiritual pleasantries that sound right and maybe are good but are not helpful, we, we need to hear about that. We're always trying to bring it down to ground level. And so perhaps the best thing we offer you are actually the questions and not the content. And so we believe that the questions actually have an ability to shape your life, but we want to bring you really practical questions that you can actually journal, uh, that you can actually think through, that you actually talk to a friend about, that if you're on a team, you go to the team and say, hey, here was a good question. Guys, cheat off of our paper and go apply this. Um, with your team. And so this is just kind of a couple of reminders as we head into this podcast. Jonathan, what would you add um, that can kind of frame up uh, this podcast episode? 
well, as with Alan, I'm not in my normal recording space, um, sitting outside of a coffee shop. So as you listen, you may hear the jingle of a bell, some side chatter in the background. But um, again, I think we think it's important to bring in these conversations. We believe in, we truly, truly believe in them. And so we're excited to have this one at this time of year. Um, so Alan, I'm going to dig into the idea of, of kind of looking back to look ahead. I think this time of year, well, you see it all over the place. Everything is pushed more towards the year's coming, the new year's coming, the new year's coming. And I think people can get become so forward focused and trying to be so proactive to figure out where they're going that before you know it, the beginning of the new year is here, you don't really have a clear direction. You find yourself wondering why. And I think it's because we miss the mark when it comes to this idea of reflection and then what to do with it. Because you don't just want to look back and stay stuck there. You, you don't want to stay stuck in the past, but if you want a better picture of where you're going, you first have to look back. So, so where are we going with this? And uh, let's, let's go for it. Yeah, we believe in the tension and stay forth. This episode is thick with tension. It just is. Um, because even in that caution, Jonathan, you're saying, don't just look ahead. But of course, friends, we need to look ahead. So of course, that's attention. Tension is good, but it's challenging. So we want you to look ahead, but if you just look ahead, that's not helpful. We want you to look backward, but not for the sake of just staying stuck in the past. Of course not. You may need to have really hard things that you need to grieve from this past year. You have a lot of wins. Let me just tell you, I don't know you who are listening. You have a lot of wins because you are a human, because you've activated this year, you've made steps, and we just tend to not give ourselves credit for those kind of things. So what we do at Stay Forth, when people come into coaching, as we say, we're mountain guides for the leadership journey. We're going to go on the journey with you. We're looking ahead. Um, and leadership is not easy. We're just trying to simplify it. Everyone comes in ready to look forward and to execute, to, to have dreams, to have goals, to get her done. And of course, that's who we are as leaders is we believe in innovation and change and doing things differently and taking next steps. So we're not saying that that's bad, but we've got this phrase at Stay Forth can be really helpful to you. You can't make progress until you make sense. So you can't wisely push forward until you've wisely processed both where have you come from and where are you right now. So that's the essence of what we're going to do. Um, on my screen in front of me, is a triangle that we call the innovation triangle. And we take every coaching client through this process. And first of all, when we look back, what we're talking about is diagnosis. We, we need to diagnose the good, the hard, um, the ugly of this year, um, the really, really good, where you feel crazy blessed that you you know can even do what you do, have the family that you have, have the friends that you have, have had the opportunities that you have. All of it matters. And so we've, we've got to analyze looking backward. And the danger is to overanalyze or to analyze looking backward. Um, but again, if we don't look backward, then we don't have perspective on where we are. That tells a big story uh, of, of where we are. So looking backward is really, really important. Again, you can do this through a counselor. We're big fans uh, of therapy and of processing. Um, where have I come from? What's happened to me this year? A lot of people are also looking back at the whole COVID season of, um, you know, two and a half years and saying, wow, like what, what has changed? What has happened to me? We're almost sort of waking up from a trance in that sense. 
Um, Jonathan, any thoughts on uh, diagnosis and this process of analyzing backward? Questions are great. If you're someone like me who who tends to be very solution focused and and can overthink, um, having questions to guide you and and a way to journal the process is also great. What works good, what works wonderfully for me for looking back is we always tend to find and diagnose and analyze in big things. You know, on the positive, it's the extraordinary. Like, what was the win? Um, and what has been really helpful for me in this last season is finding the ordinary. You know, what were the ordinary things that I that were behind me this year? And within those ordinary moments, some big things happened. Not all of them were great, but what were the seemingly ordinary things that helped me get to where I am that I can then process and then use them to go forward? So that's that would be my bit. As you listen to this, go back and think of the ordinary things that you may have looked over this year that could help you along the way next year. Yeah, a couple more questions that can be helpful is um, what are some highs from this last year? Mm -hmm. And don't just think about things you've done, but maybe moments. Um, I scroll back through my pictures um, at the end of each year and sort of look at uh, some of those mountaintop moments for me are not always on mountaintops, although I love those. Um, but are actually on maybe conversations with one of my kids or a date night out or um, a sort of little getaway that we had that I forgot about. Uh, maybe one little thing that I've accomplished that I'm proud that I got to contribute to um, this past year. And so we want to invite you to look backward because it does inform who you are. Now, also, what was painful about this year? We're not trying to run from pain. We don't want to be stuck in it, but, but what was painful about this year? We had a couple of things that stayed forth um, that just simply didn't work out like we hoped that they would. And, um, and we're not going to dwell on those. We're not going to let those hold us back, but those do inform the future. And it's okay to say, man, I really hope that that had worked out. But in light of that, and, and we'll kind of move to some self-awareness and growth, that informs who we are. Uh, and that's really important to process it. If you don't process grief now, it's going to leak back in later. If you don't process victories, then you can't build off of those for the future. So Jonathan, what else would you say on that? I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's always, you have to name things and this is really what this is. There's great power in naming things. And when we name things and we write them down and we just get them out into the world, um, it takes a burden off of us. You can kind of breathe a sigh of relief and there's a weight that leaves and you're kind of like, okay, now I have a little bit more clarity. You know, I may not have certainty because you've heard us say it, clarity is not certainty, but I have a bit more clarity and this is what was, this is the reality. And this is how I can use that to take some next steps and gain some momentum towards where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah. And that transitions us perfectly into this, this next one. So when we see where we've come from, right, we have to make sense where have we come from. We also have to make sense of who we are. So the next direction is cultivating inward. We talk a lot about the inward life and how nobody can do the work for us. But really what we're talking about here is self-awareness and growth. Is this year, you may have, have wasted tons of time, or you may look back and say, man, I have redeemed the time and I have grown a ton. I've read a lot. I've taken new risks. Um, and that tells you a lot about this. We say who you are matters more than what you do. So it's really important if this is a triangle here and we're looking backward and diagnosing, and then we're looking inward here, what we want to see is the triangle getting a stronger base. 
Because when the triangle gets a stronger base of the self-awareness and growth, just very simply identity. When we know who we are, we're not trying to cheat off somebody else's paper here. We're saying this is who God uniquely wired me to be. This is the good and hard of where I've come from as I diagnose. Then we have the opportunity to look back and actually say, you know what? I'm not the sum of what I've done or what's happened to me. And I can look forward and I can risk. I can innovate. I can try. I can fail and I'm not a failure. And so the importance of identity, we cannot stress enough leaders, is that when we're leading from an insecure or unstable identity, then we don't want to look backward because it may crush us. We don't want to look forward because we may fail at something. And friends, if you're going to innovate, let me just tell you, you're going to fail. Did we hit some gold at Stay Forth this year? Yes. Did we fail at some things this year? Yes. We are human. We are a collection of humans as a team and as an organization. Uh, and so, of course, we had things that we had, that was amazing. We had other things, nah, not so great. We would do that differently in the future. And I think the beauty and the promise of, of our Father is that we are not the sum of all the things that we've done. And so it's just this beautiful foundation that we are Christ's workmanship. We're his workmanship. Uh, and it's his poem, his art, his craft. And we are deeply and dearly loved by the Father. And so if you forget everything else we've said this year and everything else we say in this episode, it's just that God loves us and who we are. Not the future us, not the stuff that we do. Um, but the beauty is that he invites us to participate with him and actually to activate forward and to be part of this beautiful future. And, and is it uh, people who influence, i.e. leaders, we actually get to shape other people in that. Um, Jonathan, talk about that uh, for a moment, just the importance of self-awareness and growth and, and cultivating that inward work. Honestly, a part of me that I was unaware of for a long time, um, you know, not to get too personal, but I've been in a big season of like transition and growth and rediscovery and self-awareness has been key. And a lot of that came from counseling and looking way back and uncovering and unearthing and, and identifying things. And then the the natural inclination for a lot of humans and a lot of leaders is to jump from, I've looked back, now I want to jump to the other side, right? We talk about tension. There's this pull to go from one extreme to the other, but the good hard work of cultivating is right there. And, and it's when you do the work, when you sit in it and you, and you experience everything and you take the time to say, okay, cultivating, what is it? It's like planting a garden. Those seeds just aren't going to pop overnight. We don't live in a world with Jack's magic beanstalks, right? It takes some work. And when we do that, that's where those ripples of what comes out of it have impact on other people that we might even realize. And that's what I encourage you right now. If you're if you tried something this year and they didn't work, great. You still grew from it. You've equipped yourself to learn. Every time we fail or make a mistake, it's not final. There's an opportunity to grow from it. You know, change is uncomfortable those prickly mistakes and things that didn't work well, even the things that went great, unless you say, Hey, that was awesome. What can I do with it? And spend time in the cultivating space to do that. Yeah, this, this third area is one that we, we probably don't have to nudge you too much to think about. Leaders are dreamers. Leaders are forward facing and, and activators. Uh, and so that third direction is activating forward. So again, we, we analyze backward and try to make sense of where we've come from. We cultivate inward, the inward work of self-awareness and growth and identity. 
And, and that's probably the most painful for most leaders and probably the most neglected. And then that third area, we're activating forward because we're propelled by what we know about ourselves, but we know about where we've come from, then those inform the decisions that we make forward. And those should inform your goals for next year. We talk a lot about goal setting here, goal setting that actually works because most goal setting is actually completely ineffective. And you can go back and listen to several episodes, a recent episode, and then one from, from way back. And, uh, and we're actually going to leave you with some questions here at the end that we've asked before. And we're going to ask again, and we'll, we'll have Jonathan share those here in just a little bit. But my biggest advice for you guys is carve time out and actually ask God, then ask your team, and then ask close friends about whether your goals line up with who you are, whether they make sense to somebody else. Other people tend to know us well enough and they go, whoa, that, that's a massive goal. You've never had a podcast before. And now you want to do two episodes a week? Man, tell me about that. How is that going to work? Because your life seems pretty full right now. Wow, you, you want to go on six trips this year? How's that going to factor into your work and, and your family? Financially, you want to take this big risk this year? Where are you at in terms of that? And I hope that you have people that can actually be honest with you uh, as you have big goals. I just know for me, my tendency is to have really big goals. And then we bring to the team and I say, what is that going to take for us to launch that? Personally, what would that cost me to be able to launch into to this goal? And so we want you to dream big. We want you to have big stretch goals, but we also want you to be realistic uh, in those. And I think it's very, very important that we're not heaping on shame and guilt. But we also believe in you. We believe that you can take these next steps and, and you actually need to execute. And so most leaders, dreaming sounds great, but the actual execution um, is not so clean. And so we, we want to suggest to you, again, the Right Side Up Journal. Um, I use the Right Side Up Journal, and I don't know how every week I'd be able to look back every Sunday, look within and look ahead if I didn't have this framework. It's three pages in our journal. Um, it used to take me about 30 minutes, but actually I've gone a little bit deeper and even analyzed my week deeper. It takes me about 45 minutes. I'd say it's the most fruitful 45 minutes of my week mixed with our family meeting that we have on our family schedule. That hour or so propels me into the whole week. Secondly, we have a goal planning process that moves backward from big, hairy, audacious goals to annual goals, breaks those into quarterlies, then monthlies weeklies, and then daily, what has to be true every single day for me. And those are the building blocks. Um, and so we see a lot of big goals and a lot of coaching looks like breaking those big goals down into large, medium, small, and teeny, teeny goals. Today, here is how I live this out. And so that's how we believe these three directions fit together. So Jonathan, what else would you add about activating forward? I would just say, be cautious. It's easy for leaders to activate forward and use this entire concept. I challenge you as you work through your goal setting for next year and you work through what you want to do, use this entire process and commit to it. Write it out. You know, look back, cultivate, and activate forward. And I would be willing to bet that you would see more consistency and some some ease and some increased effectiveness coming to your leadership as we enter the next year. But 
I want to leave you with some questions before we sign off for this final time in 2022, Alan. It's incredible to think. But over the next few weeks, before we rejoin you guys in 2023, um, sit with these questions. Don't answer them right now. In fact, think over them a few times between now, now and the end of the year. But what do you need to return to? What worked? What is foundational? What is necessary that you need to return to? That if you met yourself six months from now, they would say thank you. And on the flip side of that, what do you need to reinvent? What has passed its season? What got you here that's not really going to get you where you need to go, that needs a tune-up, that needs a tweak, that needs an adjustment, that could have worked and it may work, but you need to think through it and it needs to be reinvented. So that in six months from now, when you meet that version of yourself, they would also say, thanks for doing that. You know, you that change got me here. So guys, thank you. While we're on break, I'm going to plug it again. Go back and listen to episode 309. It's a guided podcast episode where Alan and I talk and guide through similar content of the tension between the past and the present and the future. So thankful for you guys. Alan, how do we want to send them on? Yeah, these two questions are gold, friends. These will help you unearth because not everything you tried this year worked. And some some of the things that were working, um, we accidentally abandoned for whatever reason. So I needed to return to a regular workout schedule uh, and just sort of like fitting it in whenever wasn't working for me. That's okay. No shame, no guilt. We just can't stay there. I need to be able to exercise, to be able to think clearly and be the dad that God has invited me to be. And so um, again, no shame, no guilt, but I, I needed to return to a workout schedule that was working for me. And I just sort of gotten away from um, we need to reinvent a lot. We reinvented actually how we equip coaches this year. It's a big deal. And so as we sign off, friends, you want to see these questions are gold. And these questions will bring you to awareness. And aware, awareness can bring you to activation and taking next steps. Once you take next steps, you can continue taking the next right steps. We're going to talk next year a lot about this move from clarity to courage to consistency. We call it the wheel of transformation. So we've got a lot coming around that. We've got a lot of new ideas coming to the podcast, some new format risks we're going to take. And we've always taken uh, some new risks here, but we're going to up the ante on that a little bit. And I do just want to invite you to consider coaching. There's only so much growth, only so much self-awareness you can get on your own. I get to see coaching changing lives, eyes just lighting up on Zoom every day, no matter what kind of leader you are. If you have influence, you need to protect that. If you have dreams and goals, you need help with somebody else. And the more I coach, the more I get excited about it because I have so many stories of leaders saying, I have been set free by the day-to-day, sometimes mundane and ordinary next steps that truly are producing fruit in our lives. And that's called discipline. That's called faithfulness. That's called obedience and next steps. There's no way to get around it, friends. So if you were to just grab our content from the podcast, it's good. It's solid. If you were to take the next steps, it's really solid. If you were to take the content, add next steps, and bring somebody else in as a coach to help you activate on those goals, I can just tell you that you can and will go to the next level. And I'm that confident about it. So if you are interested in coaching, go ahead and shoot us an email. Hello at stayforth.com. I'm not sure if you know this, but we always are going to invest a free breakthrough coaching session into you. We want to break through something in your life and leadership in a pretty short amount of time. 
Friends, we believe in you. We love you. Thank you for the work that you do. And please treat yourself to some rest over this break. And secondly, treat yourself to the opportunity to look back, look within, and look ahead. It's been a great year. Signing off for 2022. We ain't focused so long.